your Washington Nationals are starting to act like they're actually in a rebuild, claiming a former top prospect that was a main piece in the Mookie Betts trade from the from the Boston Red Sox to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm going to have the coverage on that and what that top prospect could mean for the Washington Nationals moving forward as well. I'm going to be talking about Joey Manessis and kind of start projecting what we could think of Joey Manessis moving forward in the 2023 season. All of that and more right after this. You are Locked On Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast, I have taken my Nationals passion in new podcast form here with the Locked On Podcast Network. As guys, I'm myself, Ryan Clary. If you don't know me, if you're just checking this out for the first time, we appreciate you tuning in and getting your daily dose of Washington Nationals content. I can promise you that's what you're going to get here. And today we're going to be starting off with the Nationals claiming former top prospect top 100 prospect according to multiple databases but including my own baseball america the nationals have claimed former first round pick jeter downs and guys this is a deal to where the washington nationals are finally doing rebuilding things that a team in a rebuild should be doing all the time this is a move that makes sense for both parties as i have mentioned in the past that Rebuilding teams need to perform in rebuilding situations, and this is one of those claiming a former first-round pick, someone who, even as recent as of 2019, was one of the best hitters in all of the minor leagues in that year for the Boston, or not for the Boston Red Sox, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And guys, also a little nugget for you, Jeter Downs is a first-round pick from the Cincinnati Reds. He also played with Josiah Gray and he was included in that trade that sent Yasiel Puig from the Dodgers to the Reds, and guess who came in return for them? Jeter Downs and Josiah Gray. So these are two already have some familiarity as it is, so hopefully it's going to be a smooth transition. But I want to talk about some of the on-field possibilities that we could be seeing from Jeter Downs because, guys, as I was saying, this is a move that makes sense for all parties involved here. Jeter Downs, if you haven't known, in 2019, as I was saying, he was one of the better hitters in all of the minor leagues and was considered one of the top prospects in baseball at that point. He was a top 100 guy, but even then, that is impressive nonetheless. Some people were like, well, he's not top 10. He's not going to be considered your everyday shortstop. Maybe, but then again, he was included as one of the main pieces, if not the main piece, in a Mookie Betts deal. Mookie Betts, you know him. MVP, World Series champion, Boston Red Sox legend. Signed a massive deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Guys, this is someone who actually has the potential to not only start on this team, but to make an impact. 
he got called up to the majors for the first time in 2022 and played in 14 games. I will say, he wasn't that impressed. He's gone through his rough patches. He's gone through a rough little road here with the Boston Red Sox because after that 2019 season, when he hit for multiple different levels at double A and high A, and this is someone who batted 276 with a 362 on base percentage and a 526 slugging. That was good for an 888 OPS. That is a well above average hitter with some power as well. This is someone who hit 24 home runs that year. Someone who's only maybe 21 at the time, 20, 22 maybe. This sense, the sense I get from this with the Nationals is that they're kind of taking a situation. It's why not? That's what they're thinking of this deal. And especially considering that this is someone who could play shortstop, second base, and maybe even a little third base. And who knows? Maybe he could play the little in the outfield. He's going to have an amplitude of opportunities. Now, where does he start is the question. Does he start down in AAA, down in Rochester, or is he going to be starting with the Major League Club? And I think all of that really truly depends on what shakes out at the third base position. Is Carter Keeboom going to come back and have a strong spring training showing and win that job, and he'll get the first shot to win that third base job? Will it be Jake Alou coming out of the gates on fire? Maybe he takes the job, takes his spot on the roster. What about J. Mayor Candelario, one of the main pieces that we've signed this offseason? Is he going to be able to take that job and run with it? This is a win-win situation for the Washington Nationals. They took a flyer on Lucius Fox this past offseason as well. And yes, hasn't really turned out in the way that we wanted. We've actually ended up cutting him, but he's back in the organization. And this is someone who was also a really highly touted prospect coming out of the international signing class. But Jeter Downs, a first-round pick, someone who people know, and also his name's Jeter. So that's a little enticing as well. Just a little nugget. That's just the way my brain thinks. But guys, this is a win-win situation. There's no loss that could be coming from this. It is a why not. Because obviously, Jeter Downs, he didn't get cut for no reason. He got cut because he wasn't performing. And so there's going to be some turnaround. There's going to need to be some action to prepare him for a 162-game season. And some things will need to be fixed. I do believe we're going to see him at some point this year. But then again, we got to find the hole in his swing because the last two years were quite ugly for him, to be honest with you. In those years, he batted 191, 197 in 2022. And then had a 606 OPS in 2021 with a 728 OPS in 2022. But again, this is someone who provides power who actually can play a solid defensive shortstop, second base, and or third base. This is someone who is athletic, who can steal bags. Then again, you look at this deal, and you look at the team around us, and it would make a ton of sense to play him right away. Plug him. Play him. Let him develop. Because again, just two years ago, two off-seasons ago, he was being included in a trade package for Mookie Betts as one of the better prospects in all of baseball. So then again, I look at this team. We're not winning this year. 
we haven't taken the necessary steps to do so. But then again, while we let our guys cook down in the minor leagues, you should be giving opportunities to guys like Jeter Downs, Luis Garcia, C.J. Abrams, obviously. But Jeter Downs is someone who, to where it's a nice insurance policy that could change into something even greater than that. And that's an exciting part of this all. To where if Jeter Downs actually turns into what Jeter Downs was supposed to be with your Washington Nationals. I'm not saying that will happen. But if, good Lord, the Nationals could have just had one of the biggest steals of the 2022 offseason. Just like we did with the Juan Soto trade, in my mind, getting all of that back in return. And then if you have your insurance policy, Jeter Downs come in and play. And even just play an average third base or second base, left field, shortstop, whatever he has to play. Then guys... Your Washington Nationals could be sitting pretty here going into this 2023 season in the start of this rebuild. Because then again, the Nationals are in the territory of making these sort of moves and really jumping on them. That's what a rebuilding team looks like. So kudos to Mike Rizzo, Davey Martinez, the front office, and really just making this happen. Because then again, I can't get past the fact that this offseason hasn't really been my favorite. But I love this move. I think it makes sense for all parties involved. And then again, looking at it from the top to the bottom, checking this person out, it makes too much sense. But then again, will he be playing in AAA? Will he be playing in the major leagues? I'm going to start him down in AAA Rochester, see what he can do see how he's adjusting, see how his hitting is developing, see if he still has that power, and then call him up mid-May to have him make his debut in that Curly W uniform. Because then again, guys, this was one of the better prospects in all of baseball, and it's tough to see him not in the big leagues at some point early on in the spring here. Because that's what I want to see. That's what we all want to see. We want to see prospects, and we want to see results. And in this rebuild, there's nothing more satisfying than getting one of your better prospects or one of the better prospects in all of baseball at one point to be able to produce results. Taking a flyer on Jeter Downs makes all the sense in the world, and kudos to the front office yet again for making a smart rebuilding baseball decision we're not going to leave any stone unturned, and that's what Mike Rizzo in the front office just did. But now I want to talk about kind of another little savior, you could say, someone a little more intriguing when it comes to this rebuild, and that's the position of Joey Manessis. I haven't really talked about him too much this offseason, but I'm going to get into some of the role that he could play because, guys, he was kind of a Christmas miracle this 2022 season. So I'm going to get into that. After I tell you guys about my friends at Bet Online, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every <clears throat> professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, and of course, college sports all around in the winter. They've got it all on BetOnline.net. And guys, 
it's college bowl season. There's college football bowl games as you probably sit here right now listening to this very podcast. And guys, just look up bet online and get all the stats, all the info and all the analysis that you can get so you can properly place a nice responsible bet to splash a little cash for your own because that's what I do and I have a ton of fun doing it it makes the most boring games and it's some of the most interesting games and I recommend that for you we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info and you can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts and now we get into the 2023 projections for Joey Manessis. As guys, Joey Manessis was one of the bigger surprises in all of baseball this past season in 2022. And I have some little nuggets for you guys as Joey Manessis is going to be projected to be a starter for the Washington Nationals. And I myself will have to say, I have said it before and I'll say it again. His name, in ink, in that starting lineup, on opening day, March 30th, at home against the Atlanta Bla- Braves. Blaves, I'm sure. Batting fifth, first baseman slash DH, whichever you want to put him at, Joey Manessis. will have his name in ink in this starting lineup to start the year. Because, guys, it really comes down to how should you utilize Joey Manessis after having one of the most surprising 2022 seasons in recent history, when Joey Manessis was called up, everyone was like, who is this guy? And if you follow AAA Rochester, kind of like the way I do, you've seen it. So you're like, well, this guy has been their best hitter by far over the year. By far. And I get to that conclusion because all this guy does in recent memory has hit. If you look at his career minor league numbers, I mean, he's been playing in the minor league since 2011. This is someone who spent 10 years in the minor leagues and his numbers equate on all different levels. He's batted 281 in his career, had a 431 slugging percentage, had a 769 OPS in 10 seasons in the minor leagues. He also played 10 seasons of foreign ball. He hit there as well. And then in all levels and everything combined, his numbers are basically what his minor leagues will tell you. And especially once this guy gets up to AAA, he spent three seasons there. He's batted 295, 346 on base percentage with a 494 slugging. That was good for an 840 on base plus slugging. This is someone who's just a flat out hitter. And also, with the way that the Washington Nationals, with the way that he hit with the Washington Nationals this past year, it was out of control for this guy. No one knew what to make of him. We didn't know if this was going to be a fluke season, but then again, the more I research, the more I talk to people about Joey Manessis, the more I just think about it. This is someone you could really utilize for this upcoming season. And we have him under control for about another five plus years. So that's another added bonus to this, and it's pretty cheap. But then again, he had seven home runs in his first 25 games in the major leagues. He's the first 30-plus-year-old rookie to accomplish that in MLB history, a game that's been around well over 100 years. Joey Manessis is the first 30-plus-year-old to have seven-plus home runs in his first 25 games in the major leagues. That's just one. 
This is someone who will probably just be a DH, and that's perfectly fine in the major leagues for someone who, you know, we're in a rebuild. But then again, we're looking for cheap guys to be able to fill out positions and just play in their role. They don't need to play anywhere else. All we need Joey Manessis to do is hit, and that's something that he has done. And I have another little nugget for you. Rookies in the past 50 years with 200 plate appearances, he ranks in the top 40 in slugging, OPS, and weighted runs created plus. Guys, this is someone who, you know, we talk about it. We kind of joke about it with Joey Manessis. But then again, stacked up against baseball history, he had one of the better rookie seasons out of anyone in MLB history. It might sound crazy to say, but then again, yes, he only played for about two months here in the major leagues. But we can't argue with the success that he's had and the success that he's had in the minor leagues. This guy could have just been a diamond in the in the cross there. I mean, seriously, when you talk about hitters, when you talk about people who just get it, Joey Manessis is in that category, you know. He might not be the flashiest name. He might not be your Cade Cavalli, your James Wood type of prospect. He's 30 years old. This is someone who's bounced around in the minor leagues. But then again, every destination he goes to, he just hits. Back in 2019, when he was released from the Red Sox, when he had a PED situation brewing up there, still, sign the guy. It's 2022. Take a chance. 30 years old, whatever. That's fine. If this is someone who's going to produce, I have no problem with that. And I know so many people would be like, well, Ryan, you talk about how there's that bridge between 30 years old and a rebuild situation. You'd rather see a younger guy take up that situation. And you're right. I do think that. But then again, winning matters. And you can't convince anyone in that lineup right now as we sit here today that Joey Manessis is not one of the best hitters, if not the best hitter on this major league roster heading into this season. You can't convince me because of numbers like this to where not only can this guy hit fastballs, but he actually hits breaking balls better. This past season, he had a 319 batting average against fastballs. And then he had a 338 batting average on breaking balls. What? Like, this is someone, it's hard to fathom about how good Joey Manessis was for the Nationals this past season and really what he could project to for this season. So now, when I think of Joey Manessis, I think of it a little differently. Not only could this be someone who could be in the fold over the next four to five years for the Nationals during this rebuild, but he also could be a trade asset to where teams in contention would give up something in return for him, considering the pr- the price that he has, paying minimal to nothing compared to some other big leaguers. His age, he's 30, but I'd be ter- turning 31, 32 over the next two years. What do we do with them? And then again, it's a win-win situation for the Washington Nationals because you could either let the guy play, let him do what he does best, and that's what he does is hit. Hit for power. Hit for average. He hits damn breaking balls. I couldn't touch a breaking ball in high school. 
This is someone who's just a masher. And he's got to be in the lineup. And it sounds a little JV just saying this. I'm just like, guys, just trust me. He's really good. But he is. He is really good. And I can't get past that. It's like, honestly, I try to think of scenarios to where it's like, well, yeah, we should actually have this guy up. But then again, if he's going to be putting godly numbers up like that, you can't leave this guy out of the Nationals starting lineup. It's that simple for me. It's that simple for me. And so I think about it and try to go past the fact that he's 30 years old. He's going to be turning 31 by spring. What's next for him? And I think what's next for him is the starting DH gig for the Washington Nationals. And guys, I don't think there's any question to it at this point. Who else? J-Mare Candelario? He was awful last year. Sorry, but Joey Manessas is the better option by far. And I think Joey Manessas doesn't matter what he does in spring training. I think he's going to be in pen at the DH position, maybe first base, maybe left field at this point. Who knows? And he's going to be in that lineup, probably batting fifth for your Washington Nationals. So get used to that name and get used to me talking about Joey Manessas because He's one of the more exciting Nationals players right now. Yes, I said it. But now, I want to take a little further look into this Nationals offseason as I have talked about some good things today. I'm in the holiday spirit. Christmas was this past weekend. The Nationals still have some holes to fix, and I'm going to get into that. But thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. And guys, I've been talking about the Nationals offseason and what I really want to see them do moving forward. And we still have a void to fill with a left-handed bat in this rotation. or Not rotation, but in this starting lineup, playing left field. There's a lot of free agents out there to be talking about where the Nationals could do some digging on these guys. You could talk about a left-handed bat that will make an impact with the Washington Nationals. Because we know this already. We don't really have a reliable left-handed bat in this lineup. You have Luis Garcia, who's solid. Kiber Ruiz hitting from the left side of the plate every now and then. He's fine. But then again, you have to talk about what this guy could bring to the table. Because we talk about guys who are, you know, not maybe the best of options because you do want to leave holes for situations like this with Jeter Downs where you claim someone and you want to plug him in the lineup. Or you could talk about guys who maybe haven't been able to fill a void yet. Guys who are still out in the market, guys who just want one-year deals, a rental deal. So when you flip at the deadline, there's a lot of things to balance here. But then again, I come back to the same situation as what I want before. There are plenty of guys to think about for the Washington Nationals. A left-handed bat. Someone like maybe Corey Dickerson. 
plays left field. We have a left field position open for the Washington Nats. And we kind of need to fill some of these holes. We need to start spending some of this money. And I'm going to continue to talk about this until the Nationals do just that. Because think about it. As I've applauded them today, Jeter Downs, a great signing. Joey Manessis seems to be a diamond in the rough that the Nationals have found. Now, it's time to take a little step up and to find out what we can do with that left field spot, and particularly what can we do in finding a left-handed bat. And this is someone I want to look at who's maybe got a little power in his bat, someone who can hit the ball out of the yards. You just never really know with these guys. And someone like Corey Dickerson, you know, he's not going to be giving you the best power in the world. In fact, he's not going to be really giving you much power at all. But this has been a productive major leaguer, someone who was an all-star in 2017 with the Tampa Bay Rays. Last year, was a little struggled a little bit with the St. Louis Cardinals. Didn't really get to get his feet wet in the major leagues because they were a good team that wanted to win now. And he kind of had that down year. But then again, that all kind of comes into the fold of the Nationals taking flyers, taking chances on guys like this. So seeing someone like Corey Dickerson would not surprise me to see the Nationals spend a little money and get him into the system because it just makes all the sense in the world for the Washington Nationals to actually find someone of this caliber just to make a difference with the Washington Nationals. And that's the move that I would make to fulfill your left field spot and as well as your left-handed hitter hole because we certainly have one. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So you guys have a good day. I hope you enjoyed your holiday season and we're going to be continue to pushing out some locked on nationals content. You have a good day.